What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the third episode of TB Sports World. I'm Alex Clough. And I'm Nick Jones. And in today's episode, we're going to be going through the first three seasons in Tampa Bay. Well, obviously, at this time, Tampa Bay Devil Rays history. Um, we're going to be going through the 1998, 1999, and 2000 season. Uh, we went through Tropicana Field in our last episode. Hope you guys liked that. Um, if you're on to the third episode, well, mm-hmm. thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, we might as well just get into it. So, Obviously, Rays, given the team, Tropicana Field got their stadium. They need to get some players in. Um, so, obviously, Wade Boggs, I feel like, was the... the He's the centerpiece. Team, yeah, the He's centerpiece the original the face of the franchise for De- the Tampa yeah. Bay Rays. December 9th, 1997. So, five, like, four four months before they even played a game. Mm-hmm. They finally got Wade Boggs in. And then, you know, if you're looking at the you know roster, they got Bobby Abreu in the uh, expansion draft. They got Tony Saunders, who we'll talk about in the 99 season, kind of you know, tra- tragically. And also, so you have guys like Fred McGriff as well. So, yeah, um, yeah, they had a you know, you know, good group of veterans. You know, yeah, good group of. And of course, this is an expansion franchise. So, what are you going to expect out of a new team? Yeah, you got a whole new setting. You got a whole new stadium. You got a whole new team. Mm-hmm. You just you've just got to deal with a whole new coaching staff. Um, and it's it's I think that I think the team the people they had were good, yeah. but you know. For the first, uh, they didn't have a winning season until two thousand eight. Yeah, so I mean something had not clicked at that point. Yeah, because um, yeah, so the manager in this season it was Larry Rothschild. He was the first ever manager. General manager was Chuck Lamar, and obviously the owner was Vince. Uh, was it Nemoli? Nemoli. Nemoli passed away yeah. last year. Yeah, so um, obviously we just get first ever game against the Detroit Tigers. It was March thirty first, nineteen ninety eight, is when the Tropic is when Tropicana Field opened. Is when the Rays played their first game. They ended up losing that game 11-6. But obviously, the key thing is 45,369 fans, and that is still to date the biggest ever crowd that has ever blessed Tropicana Field. That's amazing to think. Yeah. Um, especially with a World Series team in 2008. That means yeah. that, sh- but that's also, you know, at the time where nothing was closed off. Yeah. Nothing was closed off to the fans. You yeah. had every seat inside. Little did they know. Yeah, little did they know in about 23 years that. Half of these seats are being yeah. tarped over, and they were destroyed. Yeah. So, it's a. Um, but little did they know that you know, I don't think they anticipated Tampa sports fans in St. Petersburg, you know, in the in that area aren't as uh. Yeah. You know, they're not. They don't have the uh, patience, I guess you could say. And they're also not. Um, a lot of the people in Florida, if you think about it, they're not from Florida. Oh yeah, yeah. Most um, of them are from up, especially in St. Pete, considering St. Pete is a is a, almost a tourist yeah. destination yeah. when it comes to beaches and. Yeah. Such, it's a um, it's more for people who up north come down here. They have, they have, but they have their team set up north. Yeah. They've got you know everybody where they came from. Mm-hmm. You you don't root for a team unless you're born here. Yeah. Or if you just happen to now bandwagon the team. But. Yeah. But yeah, so I assume three key dates during the, the 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 first season Tampa Bay Devil Rays history. So obviously their first game against the Tigers, but then the day after that on April first. Is when they enjoyed their first ever win. It's an eleven-eight comeback against the Tiger uh, against the Tigers, and uh, Rolando R- Arroyo was the winning pitcher mm-hmm. of that game. So yeah. I wanted to go back to uh, Wade Boggs in that first game. Um, oh yeah, he is okay. actually the first ever race player to hit a home run. Yeah. Um, and if you go to the trot and you go to sit down, there's a yellow seat. Oh one yeah. One of two yellow seats in the stadium. That yellow seat is the one. That one I'm talking about specifically right now. Is the one for the first home run hit in mm-hmm. Tropicana Field, um, and both these yellow seats, I believe, are only a few seats apart yeah. from each other. 
Um, and I think they're a row apart mm-hmm. and just maybe four or five seats down yeah. from each other. Um, but Wade Boggs, he hit that first home run. Yeah. That ball went straight to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, he didn't even get to keep it. <laughs> yeah. Which kind of sucks when you kind of want that, that thing. But when it's the first home run in a team's history, you know, you're going to go solidify it in the Hall. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then um, June 22nd, 1998 was the first ever interleague game. It was between the Florida Marlins and the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. It's obviously known as the Citrus Series. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Marlins won that game 3-2 and then won this season, that whole series. Um, the three they, they won the series 3-1. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I guess, you know, the Marlins kind of have the upper hand. And obviously, the 1998 season, we know what happened. That was a year after the Marlins won the World Series. This is um, when the Marlins were good. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny with the Marlins that they would win the World Series and just sell off all their players immediately. So, you know, guys like... Josh Beckett, Mike Lowell, all of them were just immediately gone. Um, you know, Dontrell Willis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Marlin, though, that 98, the 98, well, actually, okay, well, the 97, Beckett and Lowell were on the 2003 Marlins team. That was just an example. But um, the, the 97 and then the, you know, the 2003 Marlins teams, they're just fascinating teams, kind yeah. of, just the way the Marlins built. That's kind of, that's, that's not that's the a point. Little off, not off the point. The but obviously, the Devil Rays didn't have that good of a season, finished 63 and 99, a 389 winning percentage. Um, 33 and 48 at home, worse th- 30 and 51 on the road. That season, if you're looking at the ALE standings, you see the New York Yankees 114 and 48, um, which is whew. when you look at when you look at uh, standings too. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays, that's not even that's not a good record. Yeah, and they were one and 11 against the Yankees that year. Ooh, one and yeah. 11. Well, this is games. also Yankees in the 90s. 98, so it's prime so, prime Jeter. Jeter. Yeah. Uh, was A Rod there? Yeah, no, no A Rod came in two thousand four. I think A Rod was. But yeah, no, you had guys. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was you know Posada, you know mm-hmm. the classic Yankee figures, and yeah, they just uh, yeah ran through that division. But yeah, I mean you know not too much. I guess you could say about the race season nineteen ninety eight. It was a pretty minor season. Not much happened. Um, I guess let's see some of the stats. You know, uh, Quentin McCracken hit two ninety two. Mm-hmm. I think he led the team in average. Um, Fred McGriff, obviously, who was with you know the Braves team in '95 and some of the best Braves teams through the '90s, he had 19 home runs, which actually led the team. So if you're looking at these stats, whether it's indicative of the times, obviously more home runs just happen nowadays, and that's a completely separate discussion. Um, but yeah, so Fred McGriff led the led led them with 19 home runs. Yeah, and then Quint McCracken also led the team in games with 155 and in at bats and in hits with 179. So I guess he was kind of the star of that season. But yeah. 1998 season, it was kind of just known for being the intro to the Rays. Yeah, 99 season where where stuff really started to yeah. to show for the Rays. You know, the Rays are now a team. They've now played a full season in the major leagues, but mm-hmm. now they're going to be faced with their first loss of a player. Yeah. Um, Tony Saunders yeah. is a pitcher. Was a was a pitcher for the they got him in the Devil Rays they, expansion draft. Yeah, he he was he only played a few seasons. It's like this was still kind of like the beginning of his career. Um. He was, he was um actually a good pitcher. He was the one of the best pitchers on the Rays at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he solidified he solidified himself in that Devil Rays uh, team. Yeah, you know, best pitcher Devil Rays at this time frame. Um, he was um he had ended up playing. We were playing a game against. I don't remember what the Texas Rangers. Like, Texas Rangers. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. At the trop can at the trop at the trop when it was a two two count. Yeah, uh, and Tony Saunders threw a ball. 
way out, way outside the zone. Yeah. Like, it was so outside the zone that kind of it was ball four. Yeah. It was going to be a ball four. So he threw it way outside the zone. That I, I've, I've seen this video replay so many yeah, times. The batter just the batter just waved on the guy from 30. He was just, just get over here. It's all the yeah. way over there. Like, Tony Saunders, as soon as he threw that ball, I remember he looked down at his elbow and he just started going, ah. Yeah, like he, you'd, hear it, you'd hear it on the broadcast. You could hear the snap. Yeah. It was, um, it was really bad. So he had torn ligaments before. Yeah. And then with that throw, he, he broke his elbow. Yeah, yeah so um, I guess one of the big players that played in the Rays was Jose Canseco. Yeah, so Jose Canseco, he was signed 1998, December 11, 1998. Obviously, everyone knows Jose Canseco, whether it's for steroids, mm-hmm. whether it's just for the the mammoth of home runs that he hit with but the A's. this A's. was the steroid era. This was the steroid so. era. So obviously, in the 98 season was the infamous season when you had the Sosa and McGuire mm-hmm. um, home run chase, so... Kind of funny that Jose Canseco, who I guess you could say started the steroid era a bit, yeah. now on the Rays during this season, but they had a bit of a better record. Yeah, so obviously, funny that Jose Canseco finds himself on the Devil Rays along with Wade Boggs. And obviously, 1999 season, you have to talk about Wade Boggs, 3,000th hit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was August 7th, 1999. So Speaking of the, the other yellow break. seat, that's what the other yellow, yeah, seat, the other is. yellow seat is. And it yeah. was a home run, which yeah. um, in an interview after the game, he said, I'm not known as a home run hitter. Yeah. So I think that was something from God. Yeah. That's what he. That's what he said. Yeah. And you think of other three thousand hit home runs. A Rod hit one for the Yankees. Jeter's was a three thousand was a home run as well on three thousand hit. So yeah. Yeah. Um. He also that that one home run. I think uh, this is probably the only time I've, I've seen this. But as soon as he hit that home run, some fan ran out into the the yeah, crowd. Yeah. Yeah. You see that a lot. They tackled him. Right yeah. there, he he yeah. kneeled down and kissed it right behind him. There's some yeah. carnage with the security guards going yeah. on with this dude. He ripped yeah. his shirt off and everything. It was, it was really fun home run to watch, especially when you go and watch it. Of course, I wasn't I wasn't alive then, but it's still fun to watch when you go on YouTube and you look yeah. at all this old stuff, especially with Wade Boggs being the first star of the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, um, and his his number is currently the only Rays player number retired by any. By anybody. I mean, wow. Don Zimmer's number's retired and Jackie Robinson. But Don Jeez. Zimmer was a coach. Yeah. So Wade Boggs, the only player yeah. in Tampa Bay Rays history to have his number retired. It's actually interesting to talk about just kind of retired numbers. You have to think about, you know, Evan Longoria, I feel like is probably going to have his number retired here. As soon as he, as soon as he's reti- yeah. as soon as he retires from major leagues, that number's, that then, number's going up on that wall. They have not, they have not given like out a number, near. number three for a few years now. I would think. I guess maybe Kevin Kiermeyer possibly if he stays here long enough. If Kiermeyer's here and he, if Kiermeyer was an All Star, which he yeah. never has been. Well, no, it's more so if they win the World Series, maybe. If they I win the like. World Series, yes. Um, if a Rosarena stays yeah, with the team Rosarena, for a long yeah, time, yeah. I can yeah. see a Rosarena's number being yeah. up there. But um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, Longoria is one of those numbers I could see being retired. I was surprised yeah. when Carl Crawford's number wasn't retired, but yeah. then again, he didn't spend his entire career with Tampa yeah. Bay or a majority of his career with Tampa Bay. Yeah. David Price, you know, it's possible. Yeah. Um, but you know, he yeah. spent he spent a few years with the Red Sox. And now yeah. he's on Dodgers. Blue Jays, yeah. yeah, yeah. So before we actually get into the final record, two kind of interesting things here. So the 1999 draft was actually quite fascinating. So in the first round, with the first pick, the Rays obviously had it, and they got Josh Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh, Josh, did he ever? I don't even think he ever played for the Rays, did he? I have no clue. I, I I think he eventually. Obviously, everyone knows him with the Rangers. He had that massive two thousand what two thousand nine season. Mm-hmm. He had that massive home run, and obviously, a lot of people know Josh Hamilton. You know, he obviously he's had, he's gone through some problems, but at his time, at the peak of Josh Hamilton, he was one of the best hitters to watch in baseball. And then, in the second round, they got Carl Crawford. Yeah. So the nineteen ninety nine draft was uh, 
was, I guess you could say, a good one for Tampa Bay. And there's some names in there that are just Crawford definitely goes down as one of the best race players in history. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, Crawford in general goes down as one of the best players in history. Crawford was, um, you know, he didn't spend his entire career with the Rays. He played a majority of it with the Rays. But he did did end up finding himself getting traded. Um, I don't know who we got for him. Who Crawford? Because he went to the Dodgers, I believe. Right? No, no, no. He actually played for the Red Sox for a bit. He went. He went to another team. We got someone for it. One of the names that I I know was in one of these recent seasons. Yeah. I can't remember, but uh, we uh, we traded him. If I'm correct, I think he was in that. Will was he in the one trade with for Will Myers? Because Will Myers was was he drafted by the Rays? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think know. Will Myers was that drafted whole, by yeah, the Rays. That whole area, but yeah. But um. I, I do I do think uh, Crawford is Crawford in general. Yeah, he's he's yeah. A good, he was one of the good players. And then one of the other cool things in 1999 is Jim Morris, who obviously that's what the movie The Rookie is. If you guys have ever seen The Rookie, that's actually based on a true story. Um, Jim Morris, he was you know just a you know he had a promising start when he was in high school, but obviously he was just a normal guy and he went to like this tryout for the Tampa Bay Rays, which is where he was found. He eventually went to the Durham Bulls, got signed. And then made his um, debut with the uh, Texas Rangers. Um, going back on Carl Crawford, I just found it out. He did yeah. not actually get traded. He signed a seven-year contract worth $142 million with the Red Sox. Yeah, and then, yeah. And um, he, he did awful. Carl Crawford, Pablo Sandoval, some of the worst uh, Red Sox signings. This is, this is what I was thinking of, was he got traded to the Los Angeles yeah, um, Dodgers. Dodgers for... Uh, with alongside with Josh Beckett, Adrian, Adrian Gonzalez, yeah, and Nick Punto, and eleven million dollars in cash yeah. for James Loney, Ivan DeJesus Jr., Alan Webster, and two yeah. player to be named later, which ended up being Jerry Sands and Ruby De La Rosa. Yeah. Of course, James Loney, obviously, ended up being a raised player. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean that that's what uh, if we were talking about yeah that with Crawford so yeah but obviously yeah in the rookie it was Dennis Quaid who starred in the rookie and uh yeah pretty good you know Brian Cox was in it yeah pretty good movie 86 uh, 84% of Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> so yeah rookie based on a true story um so yeah so obviously the Tampa Bay Rays finished the season with a 69 to 93 record you know what a six game improvement on the season from before <laughs> so um, you know, you got to look to the upside, and obviously in the '99 season, the Yankees won yet again. Yeah. Um, I guess I think they beat the Braves that year in '99. So, yeah, um, last place again in the AL East. So. And then the 2000 season. So yeah, move there's on to the not season. a lot about 2000 season you can talk about with the Rays. Yeah. I mean, that was just a typical season for the Rays. You know, yeah. they're now third year into their, uh, into their, um, you know, ten uh, being a team. Um, 2000, you know, turn of the century year. Um, it was just, it's just a, it's that, that team was just mainly veterans. And I believe with a veteran presence, it's too much, too much veteran presence. And they kind of needed more rookies, which they didn't have a lot of. If you think of the Rays team that has gone on from 20, I'm going to say 2019, 2020, those are rookies. Yeah. All of them have been rookies. Brandon Lyle last year, you know. I'm not going to get into it, but, like, that yeah. was a rookie team. These are rookie yeah. teams. That was a veteran team. So, you can see what really worked out with the managers yeah. at the time. I feel like the manager was really the missing piece. Yeah, Larry piece. Rothschild. Yeah, and he was, um, it's funny because we were talking about, like, these first three seasons in the Rays' history. And it's yeah. Rothschild all throughout this. He's he's manager throughout this. I don't even know when he – obviously, Luke we'll get Noah into his – Yeah, we'll get into him. his departure um, next episode. But yeah, Rothschild was the manager all through this. Um, just a few interesting. I guess we could just do 
like each season we'll go through some just interesting facts. So one of the funniest moments that I've ever seen in baseball history, it was on September 28, 2000, the Yankees were playing the Rays. So basically what happened in the top of the second, Jose Canseco walked, and then Tino Martinez, Tino, everyone knows Tino Martinez, he went to TU, Tampa mm-hmm. University, um, eventually obviously found himself with the Rays. So he hit a double to center field, and the ball was fielded by Gerald Williams, and then obviously relayed to Mike uh, DeFelice. Uh, so he tagged Ho- Jose Canseco at the plate and proceeded to tag out Tito Martinez, who was running right behind Canseco. And he just both runners out like within like a few steps. And when you're actually watching the play live, it's actually fascinating how Tino Martinez and Jose Canseco are literally inches away from each other. And yeah. He, he tags both of them out. So that was kind of – that was a bit of a funny moment. Um, another thing that came out, obviously, looking at the season, Dwight Gooden, obviously one of the – him and Daryl Strawberry were part of like the 86 Mets team – um, Dwight Gooden was purchased on April 13th from the Houston Astros, and then May 25th was immediately released. <laughs> so that obviously didn't work out. And then if you're talking about draft, Rocco Baldelli was drafted in the first round Rocco of the 2000 Baldelli. season. Obviously, he's now the Twins manager. He was obviously the bench coach alongside Joe Madden for a while. And he's one of the – Rocco Baldelli is actually one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah. Because he was back on, like, what, the 2008-2009 race teams. Yeah, Rocco Baldelli – is just he's just one of those names when you think of when you say his name yeah. you think Tampa Bay Rays. You, you could you could argue, make make the argument that maybe possibly he will get his number retired. Uh, maybe I mean he wasn't here that long. Like, I wouldn't, more known I for, wouldn't like, really say. Coach. I, but if, if you're putting out names out there, yeah. If he if he if they were doing a retired number for him, I would say he'd still have to be a coach or at least something along with the Rays yeah. at this point. Um, you know, isn't he, I mean when you do say his name, you do think of Tampa Bay, but. You, if you say like like I was saying earlier, Don Zimmer, yeah, he's a uh, he he was a coach for he was just a veteran. Like, yeah. He played, Everyone he coached for Zimmer. years. Yeah. He was a part of the uh, the brawl where yeah, that, Pedro threw him down. Yeah, yeah, he, that, was, he was part of the Yankees. The Yankees. Court. There's another thing about Don Zimmer I want to say real quick. Um, there's there's this thing I read. I have this book that talks about like worst moments in major mm-hmm. leagues. And Don Zimmer, um, apparently he was a big tobacco chewer. Oh, yeah. So he would chew it with his dentures in. Mm-hmm. And he was getting in an argument with the umpire. Well, the umpire took his tobacco, or what? Or was a manager, took his tobacco, threw it on the ground. Well, oh, then yeah, Don yeah, Zimmer yeah. took the tobacco. Instead of just taking his tobacco with him, his dentures came out. Oh, and he yeah. just chucked his dentures on the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don Zimmer is probably one of the most fascinating characters in baseball history. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, the Rays into that season, 69-92. You know, same amount of wins as the season before. Yeah. Last place again in the AL East. Um, AL East, though, funny this year because you're talking about obviously the Yankees still won the World Series that year, but they only had 87 wins. So 98 at 114, and then 2087 wins. Red Sox finished with 85 wins. Blue Jays 83 wins, and then yeah, whoop, all the way at the bottom of the table, you finally get. To the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. So, yeah, that's the 2000 season. Skipping the Orioles. <laughs> yeah, skip, yes. Yeah, Orioles, yeah, at this point. I don't think the Orioles have been good since for a while. So, Because yeah. um, it, was, it was a 97 one. Um, no, it was a 95 one. Cal Ripken broke the record. So I will be, I, if I want to say another thing about the Rays in general, um, they, they're they a team that most teams that are doing bad need to role model, yeah. role model themselves after. And a team that I think is really role modeling themselves after the Rays is the Miami Marlins. Yeah. I'm talking about the Rays having all this young talent. Mm-hmm. They're getting rid of their star players and players that are known yeah. to be good for just young talent that's hungry. Yeah. That's what the Marlins did this season. That's it. The Marlins this season, though, in the 2020 season, they kind of had a big outbreak. Yeah, they outbreak. still brought in a lot of rookies. Yeah. Um, teams that I believe need to follow that suit. Uh, Pirates, Angels. Tigers, Angels, 
Trout needs to be shipped out of the Angels. Yeah, Trout. I mean, Trout deserves more. Trout deserves so much more than the Angels. I mean, we can literally get into this. <laughs> yeah. um, we, we could just have an episode where we rant about random things in baseball. But, yeah, I mean, the Rays are just one of the best organizations through and through in Major League Baseball. And you've seen so many guys from the Rays move on to other. So, obviously, Jane Bloom just got hired by the Red Sox. He's the president of baseball operations there. And he, he is the one, if you're watching the Rays in 2020, Let's just he's say built this team. Shane Bloom is known to sell players. Yeah. Um, especially as soon as he went to the Red Sox, Mookie Betts and Mookie David Betts Price were gone. <laughs> yeah, and that, whether you're talking about that's budgetary constraints, um, it was mainly that, but the way, you know, he got back some good players, and that's what he is. He's just, obviously, you can look at through rebuilding in general. Obviously, the Sixers went through this with the process, you know. Money is is draft picks to the Tampa Bay Rays, and money mm-hmm. is, they find the most in players. Guys like Randy Arozarena, who came over, in the, in, in, a, in the Cardinals trade that he came had, with the Jose Martinez and trade. Jose Martinez was like the main guy that people are looking at and then here is Randy Rosarina just I think he's done 10 times better than Martinez oh, yeah. considering that Martinez was sent alternate yeah. training site I don't think he's even playing on a team I think he got DFA'd by yeah. his team he was got Cubs yeah um, but yeah Rosarina was uh, he was definitely a good they make yeah. good trades um, one trade that I kind of looked at that was that was just Confusing to me was Emilio Pagan yeah. for Manuel Margot. Yeah, that was and look a... how that's turning out. Emilio Pagan, I don't think he had as good as a season as he did last year, yeah. but Manuel Margot is turning out to be yeah. some po- a postseason yeah. postseason hero here. He yeah. saw a diving catch he made the other day. Especially. Yeah, it's interesting talking about, but yeah, just in general, it's talk, it's interesting talking about the early race seasons compared to now. Yeah, compared to now, like the '98 through 2000 season is like. That is, you know, the beginning of the franchise. Not much to hope, not much to root for. Obviously, you had Boggs. Boggs wasn't there, and was Boggs still there in two thousand? I think he retired. Yeah, in yeah. So, he yeah. retired after his three thousand hit. Yeah. So, and, yeah. No. But yeah, two thousand, of course, turn of the century. Is yeah, a new turn team. of the century, new team. And this cent- this or this decade for the Tampa Bay Rays yeah. proceeded to get better. Yeah. Later well, on. yeah. Each decade, you see, gets better because obviously they made the World Series in two thousand eight. They had a good team kind of there, and then now at the later end of this century is when they've really started to come on. So, yeah. Um, decade. Yeah. Century, yeah. Century's yeah. Okay, oh, my God, yeah, decade. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking, yeah, I'm thinking thinking bigger. But, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you, everyone, for listening to the this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it.